Alright, everybody quiet on set here. Everybody, everybody quiet on set. Quiet on set. Three, two, one. You gonna say something else? <laughs> quiet on set! That was a lot of noise. You can't make noise. It's quiet on set time. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. He has a lot of problems. Struggle to be top five in points at the end of the season. Wow. Don't bleach your, your hair, you're, you're a sellout. Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Moto Aftermath Show. This is episode number 245. I am solo in studio here. Uh, we have a distraction. Uh, Justin suffering from a terrible, terrible circumcision issue. Uh, so he was not able to be with us today. Uh, everybody send prayers out. He will be back with us next week to wrap up Washugal there. Um, all right, before we jump into this, let's uh, thank our sponsors as always. So the show presented by... Our friends at Complete Med Solutions, Coach Rob and his development team have added yet another level of evaluation and feedback with the introduction of Complete Med Solutions, a comprehensive blood evaluation service. Basically, if you want to get your blood evaluated, you don't even have to go to your doctor and have it ordered or anything. All you have to do is go to a local blood draw place. You can get the blood drawn. You can get it sent out to him, and then him and his team will go through it, and they will help you scientifically with it. Basically, they will help you understand what you're missing, what you're lacking, how to improve it to help improve your health, wellness, and overall physical uh, shape of yourself there. And then you can combine that with your Complete Racing Solutions training there, and you can just become a super athlete all in all. I really need to get this done here soon uh, to make sure because I'm a very picky eater and I take a lot of uh, supplemental pills to try to make sure I get all of the vitamins I need. And I'm sure I'm lacking in a lot of them, to be honest with you, but we'll see. So anyway, uh, make sure to check them out. CompleteMedSolutions.com. Link in the description down below. Um, also presenting the show TLR Coatings are Michigan's number uh, number one custom powder coating shop. We can help you guys with any of the projects that you might be doing, whether it's something on your vehicle, something on your dirt bike, or something around the house. We can powder coat anything that's metal. Make sure to check them out, tlrcoatings.com, or on all the major social media networks at TLR Coatings. Uh, also on board with us, we got Holster Co., Gutterworks, Adept Creative Co., and Isaac Nelson Designs, and... If you guys want to help support the show here, we got merch. There is literally a Teespring link right below this video here. If you're watching it on YouTube, uh, there's a link in the description, maybe too, maybe not. I don't know. Go to the YouTube thing. You can get this shirt. This is our new uh, Kawasaki race inspired shirt here. It's got the Kawasaki colors on it. We have it in this white color. We also have it in the black color, uh, which I have a couple of those also. Justin has that too. Um, so make sure to get it. As far as uh, all of the fantasy guys that won stuff that have um, have sent me their shipping address and sizes and things, I had a guy reach out today to ask if I uh, had shipped that stuff yet. I have not. It'll be That stuff will be going out this week. I got you guys the newest shirts here. 
So that is what has been taking extra long on top of the fact that I just suck. Um, it took me a long time to get these shirts. I ordered them well in advance of the Redbud National so that me and Justin would have them. And I got them like three or like two days before Redbud. So it's I've been waiting on on the new shirts to show up. Don't worry, I'm gonna load this box full of stuff for you guys, so you guys will have nice goodie bag goodie bag there uh, from us. Um, so again, if you want to support the show, merch down below. Go grab it. We also have our Honda inspired shirt down there too. We'll be coming out with more of these in all the different colors, just so we have these basic tees in all the different colors. Um, also there's Amazon links in the description down below. So you can go ahead and, uh, you know, just click one of those links. You don't have to buy what we link to and we'll get a small slice of that. So thanks everybody for joining us tonight. This is going to be a solo show. I didn't, uh, I didn't reach out and get anybody on either. Um, I just wanted to do somewhat of a quick show and just kind of wrap up what I saw at spring Creek here. Um, I don't think I have, let me double check here. I'm not sure. I don't have any other additional notes. There wasn't a whole lot that happened this week here. Um, I was on Johnny Hopper's shit show, his live Friday show with him and Coach. So make sure to go check that out. Uh, we had a good time there. We talked. We chopped it up a lot. Uh, we talked about World Supercross. We talked about Silly Season stuff. We talked about the Cooper Webb incident. So lots there to talk about. Um, so make sure to go check that out. Uh, on his channel there, Johnny F and Hopper over there. Uh, go check, go check that out. So, all right. So we're going to jump into these, uh, the, the spring Creek Millville, whatever you want to call it results here, kind of go through, I'll give my thoughts on what I saw in the racing. And, uh, hopefully you guys can comment down below with your thoughts. If I'm right, if I'm wrong, and trust me, I got some hot takes this week. So we're going to jump right into the 450 results. 450 race recap brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks. Always well hung, just like Justin Barsha. And I'm not sure if we're going to see Justin Barsha the rest of the year. So maybe for the SMX rounds, who knows? Um, all right, so let's start right out here. So Jet goes 1-1 again, and he doesn't go 1-1 without being challenged this week. Chase actually showed up to play this week, which was pretty cool to see, um, especially in that first moto. Second moto, we'll get to that. Uh, but in the first moto, he hung right there with Jet for a long time. And there was a lot of times that I, normally in these races, I have not thought that Jet was actually pushing um, this was one of the few races that there were points that I was like, oh man, he's pushing. Things are getting a little sketchy, but at no point either was I really worried. It, it's probably the most worried I've been all year, uh, outside of maybe that second Paula moto. But as far as anything beyond that, even since Chase has come back at Redbud, I haven't been really this worried about anybody, uh, even being close to jet. Um, I still think that there was more there. Now, whether he goes to that next level because of the points lead he has at this time, that's something I don't know if we'll see. Like, if Chase does yank a start and actually start to run away from him, I don't think we see Jet push it because I don't. I just don't think he cares that much about um, the 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 twenty four or twenty two and oh whatever. I don't think he cares about the perfect season as much as he does winning the championship. You don't get paid extra for a perfect season. You get paid extra for winning the title. So uh, I thought he rode that race beautifully, both motos. 
Um, like I said, the first one, he was he was way more challenged than the second one. The second one, it was funny, though. You watch that start, that overhead view they have of the start of the second moto, and Chase definitely got him, and Jet was pushing, trying to get around him quickly. Uh, now, as far as Chase goes, Chase goes 2-2, and this is, this is very similar to what we saw last year with Eli and Chase. Uh, the fact that, that those two just basically run away from everyone else. I mean, both motos, they were over 40 seconds ahead of third place, which is just ridiculous. Um, cause Dylan's definitely no slouch, but like they were just head and shoulders better and ran away from him so fast. It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, now Chase Sexton here, Jet, Jet is, Jet's the same thing race after race after race. Okay. Um, Chase Chase was the same Chase, different day. Even though he's won that 450 Supercross title and you thought, okay, outdoors, he had his little issues, he'll be better this year. He wasn't. He did the same thing yesterday. He hit the ground a whole bunch of different times for a whole bunch of different reasons. I mean, dude, he spun out in a corner in that second moto and let Jet get by him. He pushed the front end. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are we still making these mistakes? And I know at this point, he's he's over there saying it's not me it's the bike and i i just don't know like we'll see but i'm here to tell you if he jumps on that ktm next year and makes the same mistakes which is pushing the front and everything it's not a good look then then you have to look at yourself and be like okay this is a technique issue Stu has kind of touched on this where he thinks he rides way too far over the front of that bike and he thinks it's technique-wise. He doesn't think it has anything to do with the bike. He thinks he's he's too much of a front-wheel guy. He needs to neutral out a little bit more, which Stu has pointed out is is the way Jet rides. Jet rides very, very neutral on the bike, which is why you don't see Jet spin out. You don't see Jet push the front. So um, it was great to actually have somewhat of a battle and something somewhat in- interesting yesterday with those two kind of battling. Uh, but outside of that, we had the same thing we've had the 450 class was just boring you had uh dylan goes five three for third um that second moto he was just battling and battling and battling with uh uh with ap there towards the end to get that third um and yeah that i mean that's pretty much all i have for that i i mean i've watched all the motos and there just wasn't they were they were covering jet and chase and trying to see if chase could close it down chase chase was super fast but like this is this is one of those times where it's like it sucks being here because i don't have anything i'm watching on tv because there isn't anything to talk about or not a whole lot outside of what we saw on tv which was jet and chase and i mean like i said chase was fast jet had to work for it Part of Jet having to work for, I think, that first Moto2, though, by the way, and I, I'm sorry I, I kind of glossed over this, uh, was he was running the paddle tire so he could get the start, and it was costing him a lot on the on the rest of the track. It was helping him in the sand rollers. It helped him on the start. The rest of the track, it was garbage. So I think that second Moto, what you saw was him change that rear tire, and that is what cost him on the start, uh, but obviously still not that bad. And then that helped him, though, the rest of the race, which, again he put 10 seconds on chase that second moto because when chase got up after he had crashed, he, uh, he was still, he was only 10 seconds behind, but chase didn't put any time on him. And I don't know if that is a conditioning thing as to why chase couldn't reel him back in because he blew his load that first moto. Cause that first moto, he moved, he moved a lot. So, um, 
All right, so AP goes 4-4 four, four for fourth. And, you know, back issues combined with uh, combined with his um, the suspension thing that's going on where they won't let him test and do his own suspension thing or however that's working there is what's causing him to be where he is. Although I just think it's somewhat to the cream rising to the top. I mean, you've got Chase Sexton who let's face it. AP is just not on that level. Sorry. He's not. You've got jet again. He's not on that level. And you've got Dylan. Who's a 2021 outdoor champion. So it's like Aaron battling with him is a thing, but I just don't see Aaron beating him. So anyway, I mean, I think this is where Aaron slots in here is pretty much the fourth place guy here at this point. AC goes 7-5 for fifth. Again, arm issues, can't hold on. Makes it really, really tough. I really hope he gets that figured out in the offseason here. Um, Time Master Pool goes 8-6 for sixth. And this is what happens with Time Master Pool is he has a few really, really good races. And everybody starts screaming factory ride and everything. And then it just kind of levels out. So we'll see if he builds any more uh, going through the rest of the year and, and gets up there battling towards that, that you know, in the top five battling for a podium type deal but i i mean you look at the guys who beat him and it's like which which ones do you expect him to be i don't know. i don't i don't expect him to be any of those five guys ahead of him he might get ac or if they have a bike problem or something but that's that's pretty much it uh march banks goes six eight for seventh <clears throat> and this is just where he slots in and i really hope he makes it into the SMX stuff, which I think he will because he's beaten Phil by quite a bit here. Um, so I think he'll make it into the SMX stuff. Now, whether he's going to be in the top 20 so he doesn't have to go through the LCQ or not, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but the 450 thing's working a lot better for him. Uh, Grant Harlan bounced back for nine for a nine seven ride for eighth overall. That's really good for Grant there. Again, out of the guys who finished ahead of him. I don't expect him to beat any of those guys. I mean, him and Ty could battle, and I guess him and Garrett are on the same level this year. So, okay, cool. That's that's a thing, but uh, that's pretty much it. That six six to eight, six to nine range, I see him in there. Freddie Noren, same thing, goes 10-9 for ninth, so that happens. Um, Jason Anderson showed up to play that first moto, which was super interesting. Ended up going three DNF for 10th. Had a big one, uh, second moto, ended up running over Henry Miller or running over Henry Miller's bike in the sand rollers in the first lap there and not finishing. Um, but, man, he showed up to play that first moto and he looked good. Uh, but just this is this is Ando's outdoor luck. And combined with the fact that he doesn't want to be there and probably doesn't even want to ride outdoors, I mean, I think the fact that he got on the box was pretty cool. Um, and especially compared to, uh, to last week's major, major issues and how Red Bud didn't go great. Uh, this, I would say, was a good ride. Jose Butron goes 15-10 for 11th. That's another good ride for him. Chiz shows up to race and goes 14-11 for 12. So, okay, that's fine. Uh, Phil goes 13-12 for 13. I assume he's not happy with that. I think Phil expects, especially at this point now that he's a few races deep, to be up more towards that top 10 range. I don't think he's real pumped on that 13th here. I'm sure we'll hear about it on Pulp here, especially if he's not pumped. Uh, but that's just kind of where I see him. Uh, real good ride for Luca Marcellisi, 16-14 for 14th. So that's good. Uh, Shane McElrath goes out, buys his first ever dirt bike, 
at the ripe young age of whatever he is, 28 or whatever, uh, goes 11 DNF for 15th. I'm not sure what happened to him, but that first moto was good for a guy who hasn't really raced much outdoors here over the last couple of years um, to buy a bone stock bike. And from what I understand, a bone stock bike and uh, show up and get 11th that first moto. That was really, really good for Shane. Um, I'll be interested to hear this week what happened to him that second moto because I don't really know. Uh, but, you know, he could, uh, he's, this is, this is what the SMX stuff is doing. It's making these guys come back to try to get points. So this is working in the way they intended it to work, which is great. Um, Henry Miller goes 12 DNF. Again, he crashed in those sand rollers, had a pretty gnarly get off there. And then of course, like I said, uh, Ando ran over his bike. So whatever, Jerry Robin, uh, you know, Fucked my fantasy the first moto, and then the second moto was really good. He goes 34-13 for 17th. Jerry probably did Jerry things that first moto. Who knows? Uh, Anton Goal from Sweden goes 17-17 for 18th. Romaine Pope goes 40-15 for 19th. And Jeremy Hand goes 18-18 for 20th. Uh, let's see here. Honorable mentions. Kevin Morans goes 26-16 for 21st. So he at least got some points, so that's good. Uh, outside of that, Prebula on his 350 goes 24-32 for 32nd, so that's cool. Jeff Walker goes 29-37 for 35th, and that's pretty much it. I wonder what happened to Lorenzo LaCrucio, 37 DNS. Interesting. All right, yeah, so that's basically it there. Um, like I said, this is the first race we've really had to see, outside of that second moto at Paula, that we've really had to see Jet work for it here so it made it slightly interesting interesting throughout the day but again too kind of boring because all we got to see on tv essentially was was him and uh him and chase and could chase run him down so um like i said i still think i think the next two are the big challenges for him washugal and unadilla there are the big big challenges for him moving forward um because that's gonna be that's that's going to be where he struggles the most. He doesn't like Washugal. He does okay there, but he doesn't like it. And Unadilla last year was a complete shit show for him. So it'll be interesting to see how these next two weeks go. If anywhere is going to break the streak, it's the next two. Once we get back to Buds and we do Buds and then, um, then Ironman, he's fine at those places. Uh, but these two, I don't know. And it'll be interesting to see if he puts enough points between him and Dylan here to... Uh, to win this to wrap the title at he could wrap the title at Unadilla to be honest with you I think he was 81 points ahead so and we only got to get to 100 and he doesn't even have to race the last four motos there so I don't know we'll see that's been your 450 race recap brought to you by our friends at Gutterworks make sure to check them out link in the description down below um Holsterco Reload Rant I don't have a great one this week. I'm going to throw one out here a little bit, um, and I'm going to generalize it just to kind of... There's a person watching, and if he's watching, he'll know what I'm talking about here. So these riders who don't like it when you have an opinion either way. Um, if you're a rider... And you get upset because someone's basically not licking your nuts and be, and telling you that you are the best in the world. Like, get over yourself, bro. I don't even care if you are. Like, 
Jeffrey Hurlings. I don't I don't even care, you guys, if you are the best in the world or not. I don't have to praise the ground you walk on. And if I say, oh, man, somebody's got you covered today, that doesn't mean you suck. That doesn't mean anything. That just means I think somebody's going to show up who can beat you today, okay? Which is what all these guys think anyway. So that's my rant is like these riders need to quit being so soft on pe or need to quit being so hard on people who give an opinion that isn't oh my god you're the best there ever is stop it stop it grow some like grow some fucking hair on your balls and fucking just learn to take some criticism or somebody saying oh i think somebody can beat you today that's it so holster co reload rant check them out link in the description for all your things that go bang bang and boom boom they're helping me with some things that go bang, bang, and boom, boom right now that require extra bang, bang, and boom, boom things. So, anyway, check them out. Holster Co. Link in the description. All right. Tubity race recap here. Uh, 250s going to be brought to you by our friends at Adept Creative Co. Make sure to check them out for all your graphics needs. Got the 450 sitting right over there with some Adept Creative Co. graphics on it. I'd do a shot of it, but this is a mess in here now because I got everything out of the trailer for a trip I got to take in two weeks. So, yeah. Anyway, make sure to check them out. Link in the description down below. Make sure to tell them the Motor Aftermath Show sent you. They do super high-quality graphics. They can do fully custom graphics with all your sponsor logos and everything, and they're nice, thick graphics, too. They're not cheap. I... I Kevin Morantz, I had I had a pro installing my graphics, okay? And he told me right away before he even started, he goes, dude, if these things are thin and, and suck, I'm not doing it. He started putting them on. He's like, dude, these things are great. So they're super high quality. Kevin Morantz approved, even though he's sponsored by a different company, which is totally fine. Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. But I did make him install my graphics for me because I suck at it. So anyway, Adept Creative Co., make sure to check them out. Okay, 2 bitty class. So let's start... Uh, here so hunter lawrence goes one two for first overall and daddy hunter showed up yesterday and put the spanking on those boys and i know you're gonna say but travis that second moto he got beat yes he did and we're gonna talk about that for a second here too he blamed a lapper if you've watched the video there's a fucking lapper in sight like the lapper's way to the outside of the corner so unless that lapper hooked a hard left harder than what the corner was and crashed in front of him there was no lapper that he crashed with. So I would be super interested to get another view of that uh, that crash. They showed it on the broadcast, I think, at the end. Um, I missed it. Uh, my boy Isaac, our West Coast guy, shout out Isaac, out in uh, California there. He caught it on the broadcast or whatever and uh, sent me a clip of it today. And, I mean, you see Hunter going through that corner. There's a guy way on the outside, and all of a sudden you just don't see Hunter. So... I'm not 100% sure what happened there, but I will tell you this. He came out in both those motos and was like, I'm here, boy. In the words, in the infamous words of Jace from Gypsy Tales, he showed up to fuck yesterday, and he did. He fucked them all. He shattered everybody's fucking pelvis and said, fuck you, daddy's here to play, and that's exactly what happened, and no one will change my mind. I don't care that he got second in that second moto. That boy got the start and took off, and had it not been for whatever sort of mishap happened there, that dude would have gone 1-1, and he, let's face it, he did a 20-fucking-point swing by going 1-2, and if he would have went 1-1, it would have been almost 25-point swing yesterday uh, from second back to first. So 
He's good. I was worried. We talked on the shit show Friday about, man, do you really think, is he going to be sore? Like, what's going to happen? Nope. He showed up, and he was like, let's fuck. And he did. He did. He fucked them all. And that was awesome. Daddy Hunter. Hunter Daddy. Whatever you want to call it. He, he showed up, and he laid the hammer, and he showed everybody what was up. Justin Cooper goes 4-1 for second overall. Justin Cooper couldn't believe he won that second moto, to be honest with you. He looked super good that second moto. Like, he was fast. He looked super good. Um, I'm not, I don't really remember what happened the first moto. This is where I need Justin because I can't keep track of all of it. Um, but he was super, super, uh, super, super confused that second moto there because he did not realize that he had passed Hunter when he went down. Um but again, he's. Let me see here. Is he in second place right now? Oh no, he's in fifth in points. So again, though, like none of these guys can can manage these these Lawrence brothers at all. Period. End of discussion. So he's like, it's great that he's doing better, but I still think that he's screwed. If especially if Hunter comes out and wins the overall next week and puts some more points on whoever's in second place. The, I mean, this title's over, dude. I don't I don't care what you say. I know it's going to come down to the end. And anything can happen. But even Hunter himself said it. Usually, if you're winning the title in outdoors, you have a bad thing happen. You get in that first turn crash. You Your bike blows up. You don't usually have two. So he's had two. His bad luck has come. It's gone. It's It's done. Um, so I just don't think anything's going to, any, anything's going to change that this Justin Cooper is more of the Justin Cooper that I really, again, thought was going to show up from the start of the season. Um, but just didn't, he just came out so flat. Now let's talk really quick though. I think Justin Cooper broke some news yesterday. So <sighs> Justin Cooper was on pulp last week. And Steve asked him, hey, we got any plans for next year? You know, we going 450s. What are we doing? And he was like, oh, nothing. I don't know. Oh, no. You know, just beating around the bush, not really wanting to say anything, okay? Which is bullshit. We all know at this point, or at least, well, I shouldn't say we all. Everybody who knows how this, <clears throat> how the industry works, that all of the contracts are getting done right now for 2024 any any of the big ones that aren't done are all getting done right now by the time you're midway through the season which is where we're at midway through outdoors like you're you're the contracts are done the really big guys like the chase like the sextons and that kind of stuff those are done before supercross is over um but the 250 guys like this and everything their their contracts are getting done right now um so anyway so cooper was on pulp they asked him hey you got anything no no don't have anything don't have anything don't have anything and then Yesterday at the race, Jason Thomas catches up with him because uh, I guess they didn't get him on the podium or something. Uh, Jason Thomas catches up with him at the truck while the 450 race is going on, the second 450 moto. And Justin was like seriously hardcore watching this, like didn't even really want to do the interview. You could tell he was just trying to watch the race or whatever. Um, and he basically said like, yeah, we'll be in the 450s full time next year. And I went, wait, what? Monday, you didn't know, and now all of a sudden, you're going to be 450 full-time. Um, so the only thing I can assume is that he's, number one, they've been talking. Number two, maybe he inked a deal. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out this week. I'm sure there's going to be some insiders talking after that little tidbit got dropped there. Um, 
but it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Justin Cooper on a star Yamaha full-time 450 next year. It will be a little weird that they're going to run three because we all know Cooper's going there. We've all heard the Tomac thing, which we did a video on. We talked about it on last week's show uh, that Tomac's coming back for next year. So it'll be super interesting. Although I guess it makes sense because Tomac isn't, isn't going to ride outdoors right now. AKA Davey hasn't offered him a million bucks to ride outdoors yet. Uh, so, so Tomac, so they'll have three bikes in Supercross, two in outdoors. They'll have Webb and, and Justin Cooper, uh, which will be good. That'll be a good, good, solid outdoor team there. Um, so yeah, so that was interesting that he dropped some news though, because, and he, he probably honestly was so distracted by watching the race. They just let it slip. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be on 450 all year next year. Wait, what? So Justin Cooper going 450s full all year, all season next year. You heard it first at the race. So um, Shimoda, Joe's another kid. He showed up to fuck yesterday too. To be honest with you, he was so good both motos. He goes two three for third. That first moto, God, he was good there until Hunter caught up and zapped him. But man, he was he was good off the rip. Got good starts. Um, interesting to see him coming on. I guess. Nick should just have him up here training in Michigan all the time because apparently since he's been training in Michigan here, all of a sudden he's good. They like Redbud was kind of okay, but then like Southwick was really good. This weekend was really good. So they should probably just stay up here and train all the time. And uh, Nick, I got a beautiful backyard sand track. You guys can come ride uh, if you, uh, if you want to. So um yeah, so that was just crazy. It's crazy how good he's gotten in the last couple of weeks because before this, we were all kind of like, whoa, what's going on? Like, it, not the regular Joe Shimoda we all expected to show up, but now he's here to party. Um, RJ Hampshire goes 3-6 for fourth, and RJ Soul got crushed yesterday by Daddy Hunter. He dropped the hammer of the gods on him and just crushed him. And, I mean, this is just RJ doing RJ things, man. Like, three six like how how do you go third the first moto six the second moto how many times you hit the ground we don't have those helmet cams that we can buy into yet so i i don't know what happened there um but it, this is just typical rj so uh levi kitchen goes seven four for fifth i'll be interested to see if his game gets better when he goes to pro circuit next year because this is not what I thought Levi Kitchen's pro career would be, which is a win here, win there, and then the rest of the time just kind of irrelevant, like maybe like top five guy. I understand that there's only so many people that can win. There's only so many people that can get on the podium. But the fact that he's just like irrelevant most weekends is super weird to me. But I think it's I think it's a team chemistry thing. Um, Tom Vial goes 6-5 for six, and I really thought Tom was going to be better. I thought he was going to get a bunch of confidence after last weekend and then really push forward here and, uh, you know, end up, like, battling for the podium the rest of the year here. So the fact that he went back to doing, like, 6-5 yesterday, like, I don't know. I'll be interested to hear this week if something comes out that there was something wrong with him. But that's just not impressive like I thought he'd be after last weekend getting that overall win in that first uh first moto win there so i would like to see tom up there battling but man it just wasn't wasn't impressive at all so all right now we've got uh our isaac nelson designs digging danger zone here so <laughs> digging i'm gonna say this and y'all are gonna love it he choked Kind of kidding, but not really. 
Um, I don't think the red plate got to him as much as some people are going to say. Literally, I just think, and maybe maybe this is just finally the rookie season catching up to him here. You know, he's been, we've been basically, where are we at now? We're six in. What have we raced? Paula, Hangtown, Thunder Valley, High Point, Redbud, Southwick, and boom. Seven. Okay, we're seven in, all right? So now we're we're seven out of eight weeks. He's raced plus the thing, a couple, the Supercross, you know, a couple weeks before that. Maybe this is just finally, like, racing this much catching up to him like supercross he made it through okay cool that's awesome he's been so good so good in outdoors here um but he goes five eight for seventh he was kind of just irrelevant all day he didn't get good starts um this is realistically where i thought we would see him most of the year so everything he's done prior to this outside of last week has just been amazing and now all of a sudden it's like whoa and, like, last week was just kind of so-so there, but we kind of chalked that up to, like, okay, he's not a super great sand rider, per se, and he was just kind of learning how to ride Southwick most of the weekend there. Um, but to come back to Spring Creek here, where you go to Redbud, and he did really well at Redbud, Spring Creek's very similar to Redbud, from what I understand. I haven't been there, but it's, it's from what I'm told, it's very, very similar. Um Man, it's crazy to see him go five eight and kind of struggle. I don't think he should wear yellow gear or yellow chesty again. I think that I think he should ixnay that. But um, yeah, this like I said, this is just the realistic goal of what we thought we would see for him outdoors. We didn't think he'd exceed these expectations. We figured he would battle in the in like that five to twelve range. So for all you ha- who have been up my ass about how we were so wrong, you were fucking wrong this week. You were wrong. This is this is what we thought would happen. And next week he might come out at Washougal and just crush it. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Go, you know, 2-2, two, 3-2, two, two, whatever, and be right back on the podium. But, man, it's weird when you see a week that he does exactly what we thought, which isn't bad. This is still a great ride, okay, for a rookie, especially in this field with how deep it is. This is still great. But it's just not the level. He set the bar too high so far this year. So if he runs out the rest of the year doing this, which he might, who knows? You never know. Then it's like this is this is fine. This is a good rookie season finishes here. It's just not the greatness that we were used to for the first six rounds for him. So we'll see going forward if he can pick it back up and get back up there towards battling on the box. I think if he gets some better starts, we'll see that for sure. Um, but yeah, yesterday was just, he was just kind of so-so. It wasn't that impressive, man. So he didn't really choke. That, that was just for clicks. I'll use it for clicks. It's going to be clickbait, major clickbait. But he just didn't have as great a day yesterday as he normally does. Still, mad props for him. Great year. No matter what happens, he could crash and hurt his leg or, or, or you know bust something up next week. Still a great year for him. Still mad respect for Brian. So if any if they see this for any reason, I got no problems with them. Mad respect for them. They're doing a great job. It's all of the rest of the internet keyboard warriors out there who are typing feverishly as I'm talking here because I said he choked in the beginning, which was a joke. It was a joke. Everybody relax. So-so day for him. Basically what me and Justin expected out of him. It's fine. So let the comments co- comments commence. 
go ahead, comment down below how I'm an idiot and how I've been wrong all year. You were wrong this week, and I'm going to chalk this one up. All right, and that's been your Deegan Danger Zone, brought to you by our friend Isaac Nelson at Isaac Nelson Designs. Link in the description down below for any graphic design you might need. All right, moving on. Max Volan goes 10-7 for 8. Great. He was irrelevant all day. Austin Forkner made a return. He goes 11-9 for ninth. Um, this is perfect for him. Uh, I was asked on the shit show Friday what I thought he would do. I said if he was anywhere in the top 12, like both motos, and finished in the top 12, it would be a great day for him to get in the top 10. I think that's fantastic. I mean, dude, he, he didn't even make it one lap at A1 before he was out. So... Like, the fact he hasn't raced all year, he comes back, he gets in the top 10, this field's deep, it's middle of the season, great. The only thing now is hopefully he can keep stacking into these top 10 points and get himself in the top 30 so he has a chance to go to the SMX rounds and race. Will that happen? I don't know. I I would have to go through and look at the points to try to figure this out as to if he could even do it. Uh, I assume he probably can because he's going to have one. So he's got four more. Oh, he's going to have to really... It's going to be close, I think. It's going to be close. So, But that, that was a good return for Austin there. Um, new coaches, you know, he's working with Rhino and stuff now. Uh, so that's good. Um, Jalik Swole goes 8-14 for 10th. Typical Jalik. Be interesting to see that Triumph bike and what he does on that. Uh, Daxton goes 14-10 for 11th. I assume this is going to be his last round because he's going pro at Loretta's. Uh, or he's going pro after Loretta's there. He's going to race Loretta's. I think we'll see. I'm still amazed they had him ride Redbud, Southwick, and, and Spring Creek. Redbud and Spring Creek, okay. Southwick, I don't know. We'll see. I assume he's riding Loretta's. If he shows up at Washougal, we'll know he's not. We'll know he's just a pro. So super interesting podcast I got sent to me. Uh, somebody talking to his dad and talking about what Star kind of pays and stuff. I haven't listened to it yet um i'll fill you guys in once i listen to it though uh pierce brown comes back goes 916 for 12 this isn't a surprise this is right where i thought pierce would kind of i don't know what happened with that 16th that's a little low on the totem pole as far as i'm concerned but pierce brown is stupid fast but he can't stay healthy that's all there is to it and you know he's just trying to string races together and hopefully he does man hopefully he does i don't have any problem with that kid he seems like a good kid so i'd like to see him get his stuff together here uh talon hawkins goes 15 12 for 13th okay rider d 12 15 for 14th that's kind of that's a bit out there for him he it might be that might be the rookie season grind getting to him also but we'll see uh dylan schwartz goes 16 13 for 15 seth hammaker completely torpedoed my goddamn uh uh, fantasy team there he goes 19 11 for 16th crashes both motos first motor crash had to go right in the pits because he freaking the gas cap came off or the gas cap hose came off or something i don't know man just a terrible day for seth qualified third that's why i put him on my fantasy team because like, oh great here we go he's gonna be good just nothing bad day for him and not really his fault just, just bad luck uh caden braswell goes 13 23 for 17th preston kilroy 17 18 for 18th Derek kelly 21 17 for 19th and jorgen talviku goes 1840 for 20th uh, let's see here any michigan honorable mentions here anything nope not really oh wait ethan day from twin lake I don't know who you are, man. 34-34 for 36. 
So, yep, that's it. That is your 250 race recap brought to you by our friends at Depth Creative Co. Again, make sure to check them out for all your motorcycle graphics need. Link in the description down below. And to be honest with you, I think that's all I got as far as the Spring Creek goes. I made it 39 minutes. I'm pretty pumped on that. Comment down below with anything, especially you Deegan boys, because I know you guys are coming after me for saying they choked, even though it was a joke, whatever. Um, but, yeah, Justin will be back next week for the Washougal round. Uh, so we'll have a full pack show. I'll get Kev on, too, and maybe we'll get somebody else. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, this has been episode number 245. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks to our sponsors, Complete Med Solutions, Complete Racing Solutions, TLR Coatings, Holster Co., Gutter Works, Adept Creative Co., Isaac Nelson Designs. Links in the description down below. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Later.